is a broadcast of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Working Woman Radio Show, where we have real conversations about the unique issues working women face. I am your host, Deanna Johnson Cawthon. Before I introduce the topic for today's podcast, I want to tell you about a new talk show that my daughter Adriana and I will be hosting on YouTube, and it's called Elevate. Actually, we've already started hosting. Um, We created the show because our family loves living life together, and we wanted to share some of those experiences with you in order to elevate and inspire and encourage you to live your best life Also, we're going to cover the topics that matter the most to you. We'll be talking about ways to elevate your finances and food, uh, to how to elevate your fashion, your mind, your home decor, and much, much more. We want to bring you that as well as great facts and fun items and good information. So expect to see great interviews with local and regional people um, who are making a difference in the community. There'll be some product reviews. There'll be a little chit chat about celebrities and trending topics. We'll also be traveling around the metro Atlanta area and in other cities and states. taking pictures, doing a little bit of filming, and just doing some fun segments about the local culture, uh, and then, of course, sharing that with you. The great thing about our show is that there's going to be something for everybody. There's something for the young, there's something for the old, something for men, something for women. It's going to be a wonderful source of entertainment for the whole family. So here's where you can find us. You can go to YouTube on Sundays at 6 and pull up our Elevate channel. Um, take a moment to check it out. Uh, we have a few uh, episodes already on uh, the YouTube channel. Uh, and then, of course, subscribe to our channel. I will include a link to the show uh, on the show notes of this particular episode. So don't forget to scroll down and check that out. Also, if you live in DeKalb County, Georgia, you can listen to episodes of the show on Comcast Channel 25. Okay. Now that that little bit of business has been taken care of, I want to introduce you uh, to my guest for today's show. Amanda Collier Rittenhouse is a native Georgia, raised in Conyers. Uh, She graduated from Clark College, which is now called Clark Atlanta University, and she currently works in the pharmaceutical industry. As a breast cancer survivor, she enjoys having conversations with other breast cancer patients. Her faith in God has allowed her to encourage others on their journey, just as people encouraged her. Amanda met her soulmate, Howard, on a blind date, and they will be married 30 years this coming year. She and her husband are also the parents to two amazing young adults. Okay, well, uh, Amanda, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate that. Um, I guess uh, where I'd want to start with you would be for you to tell me and my audience, um, when were you diagnosed with cancer? Or even before that, can you briefly tell us a little bit about your background, who you are and what you do? Okay, Um, well, I'm Amanda Rittenhouse and got two adult children. Yes. Um, my son's out on his own. My daughter's still in college. Um, he's a, and been married for, it's, this is a monumental year because oh. this year I'll turn 55. Yeah. I will have been married, will be married 30 years Ooh. in July. 
and then my son turns 25. Oh, so wow. So it's like a big all, year. For, a lot of milestones. Yes. That's yes, great. Yes, a lot of milestones this year. So, um, you know, I, well, I would say fortunately, unfortunately, I'm yeah. kind of a member of a special club yeah. of ladies who have um, have dealt with breast cancer. Right. Um, my journey started. Um, it was, well, I went and had my, um, my first biopsy. I did my, um, mammogram, my yearly, because yeah. I'd always been on a six month schedule, but moved to the yearly schedule, like yeah. maybe six months prior to that. Right. So did my mammogram, um, that was in right, right before Thanksgiving. And yeah. then December, you know, of course, yeah. right after Thanksgiving, I got a call, like we yeah. need to, you know, do further imaging. So then right. I had a ultrasound and from the ultrasound, I had a biopsy and, you know, so that was December um, 10th when I had the biopsy. And then I yeah. actually found out yeah. it was cancer December of 2020. 2020. Okay. So, um, okay. Wow. So just last, just this past December. Oh, wow. I didn't realize it had been that. Yes. Okay. Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me. (laughs) Yeah. December 2019. Okay. I was going to say, wow, you are just amazing. Okay. 2019. 2019 was when, um, so, and from that, from that point, I actually had, um, you know, the, the biopsy and then, you know, uh, MRI with contrast and and then they found a second spot. So my first diagnosis was, um, was invasive ductal carcinoma, IDC, which is the most common um, breast cancer. And then, um, after I did the MRI with contrast, I ended up having and um, invasive lobular, which kind of can mirror into both breasts. So at that point it was found in my left breast. So it was in different quadrants because yeah. you know, if you kind of divide it into fours. Sure. So I was for sure having at that point having a single mastectomy. Okay. So yeah. But I, all the problems I already all always had were on the right yeah. side. So I'm like, oh, you know what? Yeah. This is nerve-wracking. Let right. me just since I'm gonna build new, let's let's right. go build new. So right, that's right. um so we started. Yeah, we started with, um, you know, yeah. going in, doing a double mastectomy, which was, well, you know, some people were like, oh, it's kind of radical, but I'm glad I did, yeah. um, you know, because of course my plan was initially just to have the surgery and then have radiation. Right. But, you know, of course, right. all of that changes when yes. you get the lab reports back. So there was some, you know, some yuckiness that we didn't see on imaging. There was a small tumor that was yeah. malignant that was behind the breast. So, you know, a lot going I went on. from stage, yes, from stage yeah. one yeah. to 2B, okay. you know, gotcha. by the time, you know, right. over. So, right, right, right. And, um, so by the time I had surgery, which was March 6th, the next week, the world shut down. Yeah, so, that's, that's uh, right. It sure did. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. So that was all going on. So you were, so that's right. So you came out of 2019 into 2020. And like you said, by March of 2020, um, everything was crazy mm-hmm. with the pandemic. So mm-hmm. you were going through this treatment during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Wow. Which, wow. Was, which was interesting yeah. because- it's interesting, you know, some people are like, oh, that's so terrible. That's so horrible. But it yeah. was my only experience, right. you know, with going to treat. So 
sure. it wasn't like I had anything to compare it to. That's true. So, so I went yeah. ahead. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I went ahead and got the, um, you know, had the, had the surgery and right. then like literally a week later, the world yeah. shut down and That's I had to right. get the port put in. I found out I had to have chemo. Uh-huh. Um, and it was just, the news just kind of went from bad to worse. So, yeah. and, and then watching the news and the, right. that the didn't help. Yeah. 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 That didn't help. So, um, I was going to ask you, um, were you, you, you've sort of answered what type of breast cancer it was. Um, but, um, so all of this was going on. Were you, what did life look for you at home? Were you working during this time? Were you just, um, shut down? How did that look for you at home? And at what well, I was for? working, okay. I was working, um, okay. you know, and I wouldn't have my, um, you know, and, and it's interesting the day after I got my diagnosis, I actually got up and dressed for work and I was just yeah. like, okay, I don't think I'm supposed to do life today. I think I'm supposed to like sit here yeah, and yeah. kind of uh, <clears throat> yeah. get through, you yeah. know, this diagnosis and then what comes next and, you yeah. know, kind of come up with some good questions. Right. So, um, so yeah, I was working yeah. and then um, took a leave for yeah. surgery. Uh-huh. And after, um, you know, when I found out I had to have chemo right. and that's all I was kind of concentrating. Cause you know, like I went to the appointments by myself, sure. I was getting all the information by myself, you know, even yeah. my husband's in the car waiting on me, right. you know, no one could go in except no. for the patient. So that's that was right. kind of, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was kind of tough. So once we got, um, you know, everything rolling, um, my uncle actually passed away from, oh. um, cancer, Easter Sunday last year oh and my chemo started that following Monday. Oh, that's so hard. It was just like, I was like, okay, yeah. you know what? <laughs> this has like, been, this is crazy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Start, yeah. Last year yeah, was such yeah, a hard year. Wow. So you were, so you were go, sort of, at least in the beginning, sort of just kind of going about life, going through the appointments, do, still doing work, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So, um, I'm interested to know what, so now it settles in, you know, you have cancer, you're doing your treatments. Um, Mm -hmm. Of course, there's a pandemic. Um, Mm -hmm. Who or what encouraged you during this time? Because your uncle passed away. So it's a hard time. What encouraged you? What kept you going during this time? Um, Well, I'm a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority. Oh gosh, that's great. And um, I have it's sixteen of us, so I have fifteen wonderful line sisters that all got together, and yes. every day it was encouragement. You know, my I have a lot of cousins, so yeah, everybody yeah, yeah, was. Yeah. You know, we had a drive-through birthday party. I mean, my daughter turned twenty-one too, so it's like trying to figure oh, out how to celebrate her birthday. Sure, sure, sure. And, um, and then my birthday was a month later. So just trying to find ways to, yeah, you know, yeah. enjoy life in spite of the pandemic. Yes, and yes, um, you know, just yeah. the world stopped. You yeah, know, so it did. Taking care of, you know, other yeah. people, checking in on them too to see. Yeah, that's true. Doing. That's true. So you found a way, even with your own diagnosis, to check in and to be present with other people in their lives and with their situations. I find that quite admirable. Like, um, although that's something that I do on a normal basis, I'm just wondering if I'd been diagnosed with breast cancer, whether I would be so introspective and so in my own space that whether or not I'd be able to connect with others. But it sounds like you were still able to do that, which is wonderful. Well, there were, there were, it wasn't all roses. Okay. <laughs> <There> was, <laughs> okay. 
There were some okay. rough days. Oh, I'm sure. Days that I didn't want to get out of the bed, and either yeah. my daughter or my husband would come in and open yeah. up all of every last blind in, in our yeah. bedroom. Like, okay, yeah. you yeah. got 20 minutes. Oh, wow. You're kidding. <laughs> really? So they're like, that's amazing. So yeah. which leads me to my next question about support. Um, sounds like you had a good support system. You talked about your line sisters. You talk about your husband. I know you have a daughter um, uh, who's been very supportive. I saw a post uh, that you put up a, a few, several weeks ago. Um, and I thought that was so wonderful. But where um, were there any other specific places you went to for support? And where would you recommend women who are in this battle go to for support? Are there things in place specifically for women with breast cancer? Um, well, the one thing that I found, you know, which is why I wanted to talk to you today, because at first it was kind of hard, like after the fact, cause you know, you're in fight mode, you're like, yeah. get through it, stay yeah. positive. But then after it's over, you're just like, okay, yeah. let me process all of this. But I've found that it's actually like, you know, when people know other, like my cousin, for example, her line sister, you know, um, has has breast cancer and she's going through treatment so you know just making myself available to talk to other women that are going through it you know because people did that for me you know like there were people that would stop what they're doing take time out of their day you know and sometimes it's just like listen to me cry or listen to me like this is not fair you know they're like get it out all those feelings are valid so that's right and that's why I think it's important to share the story you know because getting through it and also helping others as they move through it as well that's what it sounded like you were paying it forward yes and there are um a few Facebook groups um out there there's one in particular for um black women as baddies yeah Um, yeah and it's for mainly black women that, yeah. you know, cause sometimes we have the unique yeah. situation of, you know, the medical yeah. racism sometimes kind of plays Definitely. a part Definitely. into a lot of things, you know, but thankfully we're here in Atlanta. So we, yeah, that, helps. Have a lot that helps, that yeah. helps. Um, and so, um, uh, you know, um, you, you alluded to this a minute ago that it wasn't all roses. Um, but now that you're sort of on the other side of things, what has life been with for you? How has things looked mentally, spiritually, physically now that you're on the other side, now that the breast cancer died? I mean, it's you've, you've done with all your treatments and all that kind of stuff. How is life looking now? Um, life is looking pretty good now. Um, and I do have to say my faith got me through yeah. this whole experience yeah. um yeah. and um so my you know with my faith my faith was stronger you know my son's in the coast guard so he's on the water a lot so oh, wow. i was already praying for him oh, yeah he graduated right. from the coast guard. Yeah, yeah so he's he was away a lot of the time so just you know i, I feel like having an adult child outside of the house and living their yes. own life just kind of yes. brings you to a different place in Definitely. your prayer and your faith and so after, you know, having the opportunity to spend time, you know, just using my faith to get through. Sure, sure, and, sure. Um, still have a little bit to go because I, you know, I have reconstructive surgery to do. Okay, right. So that's still, that's right. That happens that's after all of this. That's a process. Wow. So you're still dealing with things, but um, you're, you're, uh, you're a lot further along 
in this journey than someone like my friend. I mentioned to you um, on the phone a few days ago when we were setting up an interview that my good friend, best friend, she's like a sister to me, just got diagnosed mm -hmm. with breast cancer. She made the appointment in December, it took a while with everything with this pandemic yeah. for her to even get in. Uh, she wasn't able to get in mm -hmm. until, I don't know, late January, but after everything was said and done, she, you know, it was um, um, H, H, her too, I think is the, um, is the type of cancer. Uh, yeah, her too positive. And so, um, so she's just beginning her journey. Uh, and, you know, and she's very positive, um, always has been. Um, and um, she asked me to ask you, um, you know, what kind of, what would be the number one recommendation for someone like Carmen? She is in a support group, um, the doctor. <coughs> office that she is in, you know, gave her resources for support groups and that kind of thing. Uh, she's on a Facebook mm -hmm. group as well. So any, what would you say to someone who's, you know, um, beginning the journey as, as someone else who's further along? Um, well, I, I think it's important to um, talk to other people that have been down this journey yeah. before. Definitely. Um, you know, that was, kind of like my plug-in because you know I didn't have a support group to go to because they weren't meeting oh, that's because right. of COVID yeah so you know, it was just you know through yeah. that group um the, the Facebook group and then also once I started sharing it with people yes. you know people would say well you know I have a friend oh, you know wow. do, you, do you want to talk to them yeah. and it took a minute for me to Start saying yes. I need to yeah. talk to them because yeah. you know it's it's a journey that you know, uh -huh. and if you've been through it, you want to alleviate somebody else's suffering. Oh gosh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's 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 important. And she's very open. She's went ahead and um, you know once she told her family, you know, um, her children and you know in close family limits, she has posted about it on Facebook and you know shared some of the things that she said. She's always been a very open person. Um, and um, one of the things that she is, she also is um, into you know homeopathy. Uh, but what she has found out is that she's got to take those meds, the anti-nausea, uh, the, um, the nausea has been a real deal for her because she's already started her chemo. So and she was like, oh, good, I'll just do the natural stuff. Well, that's not been the greatest thing. So she's one of the things she's learned is I got to take my meds and do what the doctor says. Uh, and so um, that's, uh, and we're just walking that through with her, me and our family and all of our friends. Um, and, uh, and so what do you recommend for us as friends? Uh, what would be the, the one thing as a friend uh, we could do for someone, a, a woman friend who has breast cancer? Um, I think, you know, a lot of times what worked best for me yes. was texting, Really, you know, and, you know, I would take calls sometimes, but sometimes a call, you know, even though you don't, that's not what the person, they don't call for you to make them feel better, sure, sure. but that's kind of what you yes. fall into because you don't want them to be upset, you know, yeah, family yeah. friends. Yeah. Um, so texting kind of, it works good. Um, some of the, you know, people sent me like yeah. um, bath products oh, that my. were, you know, all natural things, oh. bubble baths, that kind of stuff. Oh, that's and, wonderful. You know, when you're yeah, when you're in the thick of it, all of that little, those little things. I have a live sister yeah. who lives in Switzerland and she sent me chocolates. Oh you know, my it's like goodness. Little, 
I know. Oh, it's that's like, wonderful. That, that you'll remember on the back yeah. end. And I yeah. think you sometimes, you know, people just texting sometimes just like, hey, I didn't want anything. You don't have to respond back. Just wanted to say, I'm thinking yeah. about you, praying for you. Today. Oh, that's all helps. Yeah, yeah, all of that, and you th- sometimes you think, well, uh, and I'm a very close friend of her, so I know. But uh, but she said just like you said, um, people have been sending her flowers and cards, leaving notes in the mailbox, and she says that has just meant the world to me. So mm-hmm. um, so you're absolutely right. So and you 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 mentioned this before, but I want you to reiterate it again. Why was it? Why has it been important for you to share your story to do this interview? Uh, and to just talk with women in general about that. Why has that been such a thing for you? Um, because, well, looking back on all the help that I had, I mean, I did go through, because I felt like I had PTSD after going through cancer during COVID. Yes. Because, yes. like, you know, I've been fully vaccinated, but I was still afraid a little bit to go outside of the house um, I don't so I actually started talking to a therapist you know yes. just to deal with those feelings like anxiety, they're valid yeah. you know yes and the anxiety and you know just the the nervousness of it all so just talking to a healthcare provider you know to kind of get myself beyond yeah. that and then you know and I find too that sharing my experience and helping other people get through their experience actually helps me too. It does. So, you know, so that's why I wanted, after talking to her, it was a, you know, a very intimate conversation. I mean, you know, we both cried on the call and it was, you know, and I'm like, you know, even when you get past this point, it's going to be a time when you're sharing with somebody else and because you've, you know what the, per- yes, the person you do you know exactly what they're going through boy what a great yeah, resource yeah. it sounds like you've been um and that's one of the reasons why i wanted to have you on the show because uh you pay it you're paying it forward you're taking people i mean you you're you're you know like you said you still have some things to do but you're much further along in the journey and i'm th- i'm hoping that someone else who um sees this and hears this will say well if she can make it i can make it too uh, so, um, I'm hoping it'll encourage, encourage people. So including my friends. So, well, our time together is just about, uh, Amanda, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. You look lovely. I'm jealous of your pink scarves. I love scarves. Um, <laughs> and, um, and I hope you had a happy Easter and, uh, and we'll talk. We'll, we'll keep the conversation going. We'll keep talking. Absolutely. Thank you so thank much you for having me. Thank you. Have a great afternoon. All right. Bye-bye. All right, you too. Bye. If you haven't done so already, I want to encourage you to subscribe and download episodes of the show by going to www.theworkingwomanradiopodcast.com. You can also find us by visiting the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network and clicking on the Working Woman Radio Show icon. For more information about upcoming podcasts and Working Woman Radio Show events, you can also go to the Working Woman Radio Show Facebook page and become a friend. Share your comments, ask your questions, because we really do want to hear from you. Well, that's the end of our show for today. God bless, and we will see you next time on the Working Woman Radio Show.